Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Just kind of, all right, we've, I've been like running around the past like two minutes, like figuring out, okay, where, yeah. where are things supposed to go? I don't even know if that's going to look all right. It's, it's fine. Okay. It looks right. great. Perfect. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the Finding Faith Podcast. Thank I'm so here with Victoria Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. It's nice to meet you. This yeah. is literally the first time we were seeing each other in person. It's kind of yeah. been a thing now for me nowadays when it comes to uh, this podcast. Yeah. I love it though. <laughs> hey, we go in. Uh, and whatever happens is supposed to happen and whatever's mm-hmm. supposed to be said is going to be said. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I take it every single time. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of how we normally start is I kind of just want to like to get to know you better. Like what's okay. your story? Uh, what do you do right now for work and, and mm-hmm. kind of just go from there? Yeah. So again, I'm Victoria. Mm-hmm. I'm from Hoover, Alabama, uh, was born and raised there, left Alabama when I was 18. I went to play basketball in college when I was, um, 18 in South Carolina at a small D2 school. And from there, I found the Lord in college, which is great. Uh, my uh, junior year of college is when I found Jesus. I was like two weeks after turning 21. Okay. And I remember being a little bit disappointed because I'm like, well, I can't like, you know, do the 21 year old things. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. found Jesus. Yep. But it was two weeks after I turned 21. And uh, yeah, I just haven't looked back since I stayed in South Carolina for a little bit. Okay. Um, interning at my church, um, personal training. Then I moved to Atlanta. Personal like, training, like, uh, like in, fitness, personal training. Yeah. Or? Okay. Okay. So okay. I got my degree in college, uh, in exercise science. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I personal trained for a little bit, interned at my church in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, nannied, worked for my church. Okay. Then I transitioned out of working for my church, uh, into social media. And that's what I do full time now. That's so cool. So do you work with specific companies or is there one company mm-hmm. or how does that work? So I work for an agency and I do my own thing. So, okay. um, for the agency, we have clients uh-huh. and I just basically make content and edit for them. Oh, that's and cool. then a few days a week. And then the other days a week, I'm doing my own stuff and, the brands, the brand deals and the stuff like that. That's so cool. Um, yeah. What do you use for, for your like editing stuff? Premiere or do you use something else? Um, I use CapCut. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. so you're like, you know how to do all the mobile stuff. Um, then. Yeah, I love CapCut. Everyone says Splice is the best app, but it's not. Really? It's no. not. It's CapCut. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's my <laughs> I have I have a monthly subscription to CapCut. I've used it like twice. I got to. Oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah got yeah. to learn it. Got to learn it. Got to focus on <laughs> yeah. it. Take, take 10 minutes or 30 minutes or however long it takes and then uh-huh. figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So. You mentioned that you kind of moved here at first and you were working with the church. Was it the same church as before in South Carolina or was this the new so church? So the new church I worked at for about a year was uh, Passion City Church. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I worked uh, at the 515 location mm-hmm. and a little bit at the Cumberland location. Oh, really? Um, and yeah, I was on two different teams and basically just, it was, both of the teams were event-based teams though. Okay. So I basically just had my hands on Sunday mornings catering events stuff like that at the church nice all right Mm -hmm. so you mentioned that you found jesus kind of like when you turned 21 right i did okay so (laughs) was was this like this new thing that you never heard about before Mm -hmm. where you kind of raised so you you were not like raised inside of a church or anything like that how did that work okay alabama Uh bible belt ah yeah so we said we were christians Mm. but not not really like we went to easter There was at one point where my dad did go to church for like a few years when I was younger and I went with him every Sunday. Yeah. But like, it just wasn't like, we never talked about it. You know what I mean? Did it feel like almost like 
kind of like checking boxes at, at that point? Yes. Okay. 100%. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yep. And then what happened though? So 21, you mm-hmm. just turned 21. You can legally do some things that you couldn't do before. <laughs> yeah. And you like, what, what was it that happened to you where you're like, no, I'm putting my faith in all of this. Yeah. So basketball was a huge, it's a huge part of my testimony. Okay. And, um, I was just basically so miserable in South mm. Carolina. Like it was the worst, like three years of my life. Cause the last year I, I knew Jesus. So I was playing basketball. I was, my teammates were all of these girls that were nothing like me. Uh, We had nothing in common. I did not like them. They did not like me. I didn't like my coaches. Mm -hmm. I just had no friends. It was just horrible. And then, you know, you eat, sleep and breathe the sport. And so that's all I was doing. And I hated every second of it. And that ended up making me like try to make the most of college. And I didn't know Jesus. So I'm like, okay, I'm about to go. I'm about to go party and drink yeah. and yep. try to do something to bring a smile to my face. Yep. yep. And so that was when I started venturing out and just, that was literally, I never did it in high school. Yep. So college was the first time I started partying and it, it was short lived, but I did it for a while. And then I literally had like a quarter life crisis and I'm like, mm. I don't even like this, yeah. you know, like this is not, I'm not finding joy from this. Nope. Um, it was just so much drama, you know, when, what comes with the world of alcohol, yep. all types of drama, all that. I hated it. And so, um, it was just some, it was probably a little bit, a year, year and a half of doing that. And I hit just like a rock bottom and I left the bar one night. I was super drunk and I was driving and, um, I was about to go drop out of college and quit the team. Um, I was going back to my dorm room to pack up all my stuff. What, like around what month was this? Like this when was, was this? Like the f- last week of January. Okay. Okay. Um, of 2018. Got it. So, uh, I was headed back to get my, pack up my belongings and drop out of school, quit the team, wow. leave South Carolina. Wow. Cause I'm like, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is just not what, no. you know, but I was drunk and emotional. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So I called my mom crying and I'm like, mom, I'm coming home. Like I hate it here. Yeah. And she calmed me down and told me to go back to my room. Cause I was driving home at this point. It was a six hour drive oh to Alabama. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she told me to turn the car around, please go to sleep, you know, get yourself together and yep. maybe think about this in the morning yep so i woke up i went to church don't know why now knowing it was god what before so you went to church mm-hmm. were you going to church like the previous couple weeks or no, no. Was, so you woke up and you're like you know what i'm gonna do today i'm, yeah. gonna, go to I'm church. gonna church i wow. need it yeah it was just like i felt dirty in my sin mm. and i'm like i need to go somewhere and that's like not the club the yeah. bar yeah so I go to church that morning and at, at one point in the sermon, the pastor was preaching about uh, a fruit of the spirit and following Jesus is joy. Mm. And I was looking for joy this entire time. Yep. And so I was like, okay, um, let's try this Jesus thing out. I need joy. And I gave my life to Jesus that day. Uh-huh. Um, I met some FCA girls that- What's FCA? FCA is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Okay. It's like this thing that we, I don't know if it's in the North, but it's really big in the South. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I met these girls through FCA uh, at the church that Sunday. They invited me to lunch. I went with them to lunch and then they invited me to Bible study that night. Okay. And basically those girls played a huge role in my walk with Jesus that day and on. 
Did they, were they going to the same school as you and they were just athletes in different sports? They were athletes in different sports. So when I went to the Bible study that night, it was volleyball players, dance team, soccer players. um, And I was like the only basketball player. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so they invited me to that FCA Bible study that night. I met my mentor there. She was my mentor for the next three years. Oh my gosh. And without those girls, I always say, I don't know where I would be today with Jesus if it wasn't for that community that he literally gave me the day I gave my life to him. Yep. And so, yeah, that's the backstory of 21. That's so cool. So yeah. then, so, okay. So you went, you were drunk, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're driving home. Mm-hmm. And then, and then your mom was like, Hey, sleep on it. Mm-hmm. And then if you still feel the same way, then go ahead and, and, and continue this process. So right. you decide you wake up the next day and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to church today. Yeah. So you go to church <laughs> and you meet this amazing community and, and mm-hmm. the the pastors. And it's funny that you say that like the pastor said exactly what you need to hear because mm-hmm. how many times have I heard someone else's testimony where they're like, I needed to hear one thing in particular. Yeah. And it just randomly came out of the pastor's mm-hmm. mouth that day. That's not the guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that happens you gave your life to Christ. You start joining this FCA organization. Mm-hmm. You start meeting these 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 other uh, all all women, right? Or yeah. no? Okay, all women who are basically in the in the same path that you are now. Like, what happened after that? So, like, mm-hmm. you start meeting these people. Um, w- was everything great after that? Was there was mm-hmm. there anything that that like kind of spiraled down after mm-hmm. that? Like, how was your process and walk in faith after committing? Okay. So it was great that first year. You know okay. how you yep. first give your life yep. to Jesus and you're on that Jesus high. Honeymoon phase. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm like, great. This is amazing. I can't believe I went <laughs> this whole time without him. So it was great. Um, and that was, and then we went into my senior year yes. of college. And that was, I think that was a little bit of when the warfare, that was the first time I started mm. experiencing spiritual warfare. And I'm like, okay, this is getting harder. Um, but then I think I hit my lowest point mm-hmm. with Jesus when I graduated college because okay. that no one talks about that transition period between college and adulthood. Oh, 100%. And it's so extremely hard. And I remember I was trying so hard to like um, follow God's will. For, I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like the world's our oyster. Like just point me like <laughs> I want to go with you and he just was silent mm. and I was struggling so bad with getting a job mm. and I'm like I don't know what to do and so I just remember feeling so and all of my college friends moved away they were from all over the country because they were athletes yep. and you know none of them none of the athletes actually come to the school are from that town you right. know so all of my friends left um and I was just at such a low point for a few months in 2019 mm-hmm. um and then I finally got the personal training job and then started interning at my church and things were on the come up um passion city talking about this was my South Carolina church ah got it Th- this church was called New Spring it's like okay. a multi-campus mega church and but I was at a smaller campus nice. anyway so that was where I interned um and I would say from there we were steady up at me and Jesus, we were steady. I was, everything was good in 2019. 2020 happens, pandemic. Yeah. I actually had a great 2020 up until September. Okay. So this okay. is where things again with me and Jesus get rocky, but we're, we're doing great. I was spending time with Jesus like three or four, t- three or four hours a day. Really? Because we had nothing to do. Yeah. And I was just like sitting at worship music, journaling. Reading my, it was the best time with me and Jesus. Yeah. All of that happens all of 2020. Um, and I'm working in a gym at this point. 
yep. and interning at my church. Gym opened up now. My gym uh-huh. shut down completely. Yeah. My church also shut down yep. completely. Yep. So I, but I had nothing, you know, so I was just at home and, um, in South Carolina still spending time with Jesus for so long. Mm-hmm. Then September hits my childhood friend dies in a car crash. Um, that was super hard and that hurt that like, it broke my heart. He was only 19. Um, and I was really close to his older sister. That was super hard. I go back to Alabama for the funeral. Okay. Me and my whole family get COVID at the funeral. My dad gets super sick. My mom doesn't get sick, but my dad gets super sick. He was sick for a month and he actually passed from COVID in 2020. Yeah. Um, in November. And of course I'm like, what do you mean you're good, God? Like, I yeah. don't believe anything you say anymore. Yeah. Why am I reading this Bible? And, yep. you know, it just it took me down that um, rabbit hole of just like questioning everything and like just literally not believing anything anymore. Yeah. And so I'd say it's probably about a month, a month and a half of just like hurting. I was hurting. I was grieving. And I realized that I needed God more than I was angry at him. Mm. And so that's kind of what took me back. I slowly started turning back on my worship music um, and got back on the straight and narrow with him. But I would probably say that was 100% my lowest point. And from there, I've just been praying so hard that he would protect my mom. Like, because if Mm. anything happens to her, I'm like, I cannot go do this again. Like, I can't. And so um, I'd say from there, we've been on the come up and we've been super steady the past like two years because crazy enough, 2020 was three years ago when everything happened with my dad, which is insane because time flies. But it really does. Um, I say the past two years, me and Jesus have been super steady. And I think that is the key with your walk. It's not being super, super, oh my gosh, I love him. Like I'm on this high yeah. or like in a pit. It's just being steady, yeah. you know? And I feel like the more you mature in your faith, the steadier it gets. And I think that's a safe place to be. I think people like assume that I guess on the outside looking in that with Christianity, like people just think that everything is perfect. And that is, mm-hmm. that is the exact opposite. And then people exact say opposite. like, oh, well, if God exists, then why is there like hurt in the world? Like God doesn't the existence of God doesn't mean that there's going to be hurt in the world, but mm-hmm. the existence of God means that through that hurt, there is a father that 100%. is there that is protecting you. That is, mm-hmm. that is going to be with you throughout that climb. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I, uh, I, well, one, I obviously I'm so sorry that it happened. It's okay. Um, I am curious. How did, so that happened. You were in, South Carolina still this is before you get to, you got to Atlanta yes I was still in South Carolina okay so mm-hmm. so you come back you start saying you know what I'm gonna turn on that worship music again mm-hmm. hey God I, I know I turned away for a little bit but I I want to get back how did that was that when you were in Georgia now or was that when you were so in South Carolina like how did that transition get you to where you are right now okay so South Carolina yes I'm in South Carolina I'm hurting everything we had the funeral everything for my dad go back to South Carolina, literally, I am... Is basketball season season over now, by the way? I've graduated at this point. Got it, got mm-hmm, it, okay. Mm-hmm. So I am the type of person that just hates not being okay. Like, I don't like being sad. I don't like being... I like... I, I just... I, so anything I could do to either laugh or, like, just be okay again, that's what I was doing in South Carolina for that remainder of the time. Okay. And I remember... 
when everything happened with my dad, I had this another quarter life crisis. And I'm like, oh, no. wait a second. Life <laughs> I is, can't have the, I can't have I, any I can't more have of these. One. Yeah. But I'm like, life is a vapor. Like the Bible says, like life is going to end. That's the first like close death I've ever experienced in my life. And I'm like, life actually ends. This is mm. crazy. I have to do everything God wants me to do while I'm here. Like I yes. can't, I can't waste any time. Yep. And so I remember just getting antsy in South Carolina and at this point, I have been praying to move to Atlanta for years. Really? Why Atlanta? Because I went to a passion conference in 2018. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I did not know it was a church. I thought it was just a conference. But I found yeah. out. That Wait, what, what year did you turn? What was 2019, 2020? When did you become a Christian? 2018. Oh, 2018. Okay. So passion mm -hmm. conference. So that was that after you became like. Yeah, it was a. It was a, that year, it was like the end of 2018 into 2019. Okay, okay, okay. So since 2018, I have been praying. I'm like, God, I want to go to this church. Like, I don't want to just attend this conference. I want to go to this yeah. church. I want to go to this church. Yeah. So I was praying. I was like, God, let me move to Atlanta. Let me move to Atlanta. Yeah. And he kept saying, not yet, not yet. And I'm like, okay. So I just, every few months, I'm like, can I go? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so everything happened with my dad. And we get into 2021. This yeah, is the beginning yeah. of 2021. And, um... I've started feel, feeling antsy in South Carolina. I'm like, okay. I really feel like my time is coming, it's coming to an end in South Carolina, mm. but I don't know where I'm going next, but I knew it was a city. Okay. Um, And so it was fast forward to May of 2021. Got it. I'm in the airport flying from South Carolina to Alabama for Mother's Day. Uh -huh. And uh, I was sitting at my gate and I was like, God. I, it's time to go from South Carolina, <laughs> but where do you want me to go? Mm. So I was sitting at my gate. I wrote down all of these cities. I wrote down Charleston, Columbia, South Carolina, Atlanta, Colorado, Nashville, like all of these cities. And he so clearly highlighted Atlanta to me. And I was like, are you telling me it's time to go? He's like, it's time to go. And I'm like, say less. <laughs> I literally go home to Mother's Day, come back. And I'm, I moved three weeks later here to Atlanta. What about your job? How that how that work out? I told him I was leaving. I'm like, it's <laughs> I have to go. I'm like, no way. Yeah. And so I've been here ever since. How? What? You left your job. You said I'm moving to Atlanta. You just moved to Atlanta. Yeah, I didn't know anyone. Didn't even have a job yet. How, but I had what? I had signed up to serve at Passion City ah. Church before I even moved to the state yet. Uh huh. And so when I moved to at to Atlanta, I immediately jumped into serving at at the church. Which in hindsight, it's how all of these job opportunities ended up coming. What? Yeah. No way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, all right, time out. First of all, so the first person that ever did a podcast with mm -hmm. was a girl named Jasmine Davidson. Mm -hmm. And she had a similar situation mm -hmm. where she was like, oh, it was Jasmine or was it? Uh-oh, Jasmine or Michaela? Oh, no. Okay. Well, someone I interviewed, mm -hmm. it might have been Michaela. No, mm -hmm. I Jasmine was from Arkansas. Hold on. Let me think about this. Jasmine moved here. It was Michaela. So okay. uh, a girl named Michaela came on here, told me a very similar story where she was like, I had like three or four places highlighted or whatever. I chose one. I picked that one. And all of a sudden I just went with it. So that is so cool. That also happened to you. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, but also, okay. So, so you, you quit everything. You move to Atlanta. You, you sign up, you get into like, um, uh, like, uh, what is the word? Uh, you start volunteering at, at yeah. Passion. Was that a job or was that, was that not a job yet? This was wasn't that? a job yet. Oh my so gosh. I was serving. Um, and I was, that's when I started nannying. So I started off got nannying, it, it, in Atlanta, it. which Atlanta is a great city to nanny. I in. heard. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> so that's what I started off doing. And 
I, oh my gosh, that two year, it was a two and a three year old fell in love with the two year old. I still Aww. think about her like every day, Aww. but, um, that was temporary. And then after some months of that, that's when the job at passion opened up. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Do you have roommate at the time or how was that working out? I actually started out living alone. Uh-huh. That was horrible. Yeah. Um, cause I already didn't know anyone, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> so then I moved out into the apartment. I literally just moved out last week yes. and I had a roommate from church in that apartment. Okay. And my roommate now is, we don't go to church together. We're just friends to like a ministry that we call live original that we do. But yeah. We live original. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Sadie Robert? Yeah. That's her ministry. Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> let's go into this for a second. <laughs> I'm a huge Sadie Robertson fan. Yeah, I love her. Huge fan. Uh, love mm-hmm. her podcast. Mm-hmm. What the heck? How did that start? What, what, what happened there? Yeah. So I am a live original <laughs> ambassador. Wow. This girl that I'm living with now, she uh-huh. also is an ambassador I, it was God. Um, yeah. I got a random DM from their ministry back in January of this year. Let's go. And they were just like, Hey, we love your content, uh, your life. Would you ever be interested in being an ambassador for our ministry? And, uh, I was like, absolutely. I yeah. freaking love Sadie. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> that's how that happened. They just found me randomly off of some posts on social media. Was this from your podcast? Like what, what post was it? Or is this like, your- they never told me, ah. I don't know how they found me. Honestly, did the podcast exist yet? Or no? It did. Okay. It could have been the podcast, but it also could have been TikTok because mm. I had at that time, there was a few TikToks popping off. So I genuinely don't know what it was. I, I, it just had to be God. Like when I don't have an explanation, I'm like, it's God. Yeah. That's yeah. all I can say. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, so God, like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like hearing your story is so cool. Cause I feel like you you're just like, you know what? I'm going to be faithful and mm. Hey God, whatever happens, I know it's going to be an active view. Uh, I want to stay positive and I'm just going to know that whatever it is that you have planned for me, you're just mm. going to do. And I feel like he's been working in your life consistently. Like it hasn't just been like, Hey, this happened. All of a sudden, like I knew it was an active guy. Mm. I was like, Hey, this happened. Then this happened. Then this happened. Yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I always compare myself to Paul Okay. because when I was like all out, like yeah. Paul was, yeah. I was all out from God. Mm. And then when I found him, I'm like, okay, I'm, all in you were all you know? in yeah and yeah. i just genuinely i say this prayer every day but i always wake up and i'm like god i don't really know what's going on today but you just lead me by your spirit and that That's is beautiful so the most fun part about living mm. with jesus you genuinely don't know what the day holds like it the craziest stuff happens to me and I'm just like, it's God. Like, that's the only explanation. And so I think just literally surrendering your every move, your yeah. every step, yep. he just comes through because you're approaching him with open hands, yep. you know, and just letting him do whatever. So I genuinely feel like that might be why these things happen. I don't know, but I'm just very grateful. Like, it's just so God. See, I've been having the problem um, where... God tells me to do things and I'm all in. And then if I get scared, like insecurities come in and I was just talking about insecurities with, uh, with my men's Bible study, but like insecurities will come in Mm -hmm. and then like you go to what's comfortable and I don't want to do that. Like I I want to be like, you know what, God, I feel like I I, I need, maybe I needed to talk to you about this where it was Mm -hmm. like you, if you walk in faith, like there are going to be some bumps or whatever, but like don't turn to like, the past like mm-hmm. turn move forward keep on walking down that faith and just mm. trust that god is going to guide you mm-hmm. as you go i actually it's crazy you say that because i i had a revelation this week i just posted about it but i was reading genesis uh chapter two and three mm-hmm. and um 
I had this revelation of when God created man and uh, Adam and Eve, and then Satan comes in the garden Mm -hmm. and Eve's like, God said we can eat from any of these trees except this one tree. Right. And then Satan's like, uh, you won't die. Just eat from the tree. And yeah. he convinces him to eat from the tree. God cur- curses the world. Yep. And I was literally thinking that Satan has no new tricks because he does that same thing to us today. Whereas like we feel like going away from God is the answer. Like going yep. back to our old self, yep. going to this one rotten tree, one rotten part of yep. ourself is more freeing than going God's way when there's all of this freedom, all of these trees with fruit over yep, here. Yep. But Satan is convincing us to hang on to this rotten part and to go back to like what God has freed us from. And what happens? You feel disgusted. A hundred percent. Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. That's because you're literally eating rotten fruit. Yeah. And and that's why I'm, I just wish I could tell everyone in this entire planet Earth that walking in your sin is not freedom but Mm. that is what satan wants us to believe is choosing this other life is so much more freeing than all that god has for us and that's just simply not the truth and then what happens when you like let's use partying as an example Mm. so so satan tells you like hey you should have fun you should drink some alcohol you should go to this party you should go to this club what happens the next day you feel miserable you feel so unclean you feel like you you're you're disgusted Mm. with yourself Mm. so tell me explain to me how if Something was supposed to be good. After you do the thing that was supposed to be good, you feel ten times worse than you did before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's literally like night and day. And like the Bible says, the the person who keeps going back to X Y Z is like a dog going back to their vomit. Mm. And it vomit's disgusting. Like right. I think that was the perfect analogy in the Bible to explain us as humans going back to this stuff. It, it truly is going back to our most disgusting states yep. and partaking in this stuff. And it's just, it's just so not freeing. It's just not like, it doesn't, it might feel good. Most of the stuff I'm thinking really doesn't even feel that great. No, it's not. It's just, we're just doing it just because. And it's because so, we're comfortable because we're used to it's, it's the past, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's turn to something comfortable versus um, going in and, and trusting, mm-hmm. trusting God that he has a plan for us and something better. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. like, um, there's, there's a, 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 a picture and it's, it's Jesus and he's got like um something behind his back. And it's a little girl. Yes, the yeah, teddy bear. Yep. Yes. Yep. I love that picture. <laughs> and, and the girl's like, but I love this thing. And like, if only you knew that God has some a better plan for yeah. you. Just just waiting to provide for mm-hmm. you. And you just need to have faith and trust in him. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And I also feel like uh, one of Satan's tactics is to make us rush or feel like we're behind. Mm. Because God does have that big teddy bear waiting to give us this bigger gift. Yep. But we're it's not that we're messing up God's plan, but we're almost intervening. Like yes. helping God out, even though he doesn't need our help. And it could be delaying things or it could just not be you could be stepping in a door that God is so clearly saying, Don't go. Mm-hmm. Like I could have moved to Atlanta in twenty 20- 18 when God was clearly saying yes not yet yes and I do feel like the timing of everything is almost synonymous to the blessings that have popped up out of nowhere just being obedient to the timing and so the rushing is what can keep that bigger gift from coming into fruition when it's time I completely I completely agree with you Mm -hmm. um uh, God's timing not mine right and right and basically yeah I completely agree like what it comes down to is like sometimes there might be the perfect situation, 
but you're mm. not ready yet for that situation. So like, for example, moving to Atlanta, yes, you could have won a couple of years ago, but yeah. would everything have happened so perfectly mm. the way that it did had you gone back then? I don't know if it would have. Like, right. I feel like everything that you're saying, like this happened for a specific reason, at a specific time, mm. and you're just going within, you're trusting and There's so much power um, and and honestly, it, there's so much respect that I have for you to, to decipher mm. that this was the time that you were supposed to do these things. And then it all worked out. For example, um, that is, I feel like that's a hard thing to do when, mm -hmm. when, when people get anxious and they're like, Hey, I want this now. So I'm going to go after it now and being able to like, know the difference. Like how would you say you dive into understanding the difference between what you want and what God has planned for you? Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, our desires mm -hmm. of our heart is from God. Mm. And so it wasn't, it wasn't a bad thing that I wanted to move to Atlanta in 2018 and 2019 right. and 2020. It just <laughs> wasn't time yet. Yes. And so I think a prayer to pray often is God align my desires with yours because mm. there's so much content and stuff we consume every day yes. that throws our desires off. Like for instance, I don't like traveling. And okay. sometimes I'll get on social media and see a girl traveling and yeah. being cute. And I'm like, I want to go, I want to travel. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Like, I don't even like traveling. <laughs> what do you mean? And so it really is just uh, almost like straightening yourself up yeah. every day of like, God, my desires align my desires with yours. If this mm. is something I'm not supposed to be desiring, then get it out. And so when there is a desire in there, I think it's just important for me. I've experienced when it's a desire, pray into it, but there's going to be a peace um, that comes when it's time for that desire to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. um, and for example, when I was a little girl, I hated Atlanta. I played basketball <laughs> my entire life. Um, we had so many tournaments here in Atlanta, Swanee, yeah. Georgia, just in the Georgia yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. And as a little girl, we always come to Atlanta. I'm like, I hate it here. Like, I've never moved here. How do people live here? And then like, oh, all of a sudden, I have this desire to move to Atlanta that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. And now I'm here. And there was just a piece. I also hate uh, moving and transition. And this move that I just did last week yeah. to this new apartment. Yep. I was like, God, please, like, just let me love it. Like, help me. Like, yep. and I have never been more excited to transition and mm -hmm. never had a smoother transition. That's great. And so it's just like, make sure you are constantly asking God to align your desires with his. And he is going, it's going to happen in his timing and you're going to feel a peace. I recently heard a pastor say, mm -hmm. that's not necessarily true, that you won't like necessarily feel peace when God says something, but I'm like every uncomfortable thing yeah. that I have done in this life that has been God ordained, I've had peace going, even if I'm uncomfortable, I agree, you know? And so I think peace is just the number one metric of measurement to figure out that next step or if that's God and that desire, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, uh, I, the enemy, the enemy is providing you anxiety. Right. For sure, so for so sure. It, the, the enemy wants to distract you, wants to destroy you, mm -hmm. um, comes to to steal. Um, and like how you were saying, anything that is an act of God, in my opinion, mm -hmm. um, brings me peace. Uh, yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. You mentioned you just moved into your new apartment. Mm -hmm. Do you mind explaining kind of like how that happened? 
yeah, so my friend, I am basically I'm moving into this new apartment okay. with this organization. Nice. Um called Apartment Life. Okay. And how that happened was my friend is already in it. She mm-hmm. moved from Orlando to Atlanta to be a part of this organization. Uh, organization. Nice. And they had an opening for an apartment um in Midtown. And she messaged me and she's like, Victoria, like, I just feel like you'd be great at what we have to do. Basically, it's like an event type thing. Nice. Um, and so you have to have a big personality. You have to be <laughs> extroverted. You have to just be able to talk to check, strangers. Check, check. Right. <laughs> and she was like, I think you'd be great at this. Just yeah. apply. And I prayed about it. Oh. Um, I don't know if I felt peace, but it was just one of those things of like, uh, here's my application. God, do whatever. And I was just super prayerful of like, if you don't want me to do this, please close yeah. the door. Yeah. And so don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. Yes. Because I, I honestly hate making decisions. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I'd rather for God to be so crystal clear f- to me yeah. <laughs> than like <laughs> me actually have to decide. Yeah. But yeah. And so that happened. My friend was like, Victoria, this is, uh, I feel like this is for you. Apply. I applied and it worked out seamlessly. And Let's now we're go. in this new apartment and it's crazy in Midtown. Yeah crazy it's that's, crazy that's so cool how far is it from passion um 10 minutes that's not bad 5 15 14 ish minutes Cumberland. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, i actually close to you yeah i thought i'd be further yeah yeah i'm just <laughs> randomly you're like where are you i'm like i don't know i'm i'm yeah. close to cumberland i honestly don't even know where i am yeah still learning things um okay so passion now mm-hmm. you were volunteering there uh-huh um we have a couple mutual friends so like we do. What does that look like now? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like what you you mentioned, a few people who've been on this podcast before. We got we got Jake Beck, we got Brandon mm-hmm. Bond, we got Carlton. Like mm-hmm. all the all these people who have been on this on this uh, podcast now. Like, how did you get introduced to them? What are you doing right now with Passion? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the goals or, or like just yeah. what is your path there? So Passion, I right now I stepped out of the paying roles. Got it. And I still am volunteering we call it door holding yes at the door church. holding yep but uh i'm still volunteering in every space that i was doing okay before the paid roles during the payrolls and i'm still doing the same things so i lead a young adult group mm-hmm. um of women um mm-hmm. up in alpharetta okay um once a week we have bible study just family groups um i lead that with my co-leader julia okay also am on the worship team um so i sing for students and all the things Aww. and i uh Oh, social media, young adult social media. I run that account. Oh, really? Yeah. So I do social media for them. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it PCC? Uh, young adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's us. Okay. Uh, Jake and Brayden. Uh-huh. So this summer, uh-huh. me and Jake, have you heard of passion camp? Yeah. Yeah. So me and Jake, uh, is that in like Florida or something like yes, that? Yes, Daytona. All right, all right, all right. So me, Jake, and Brayden, yeah. randomly, along with our other friends, got asked to be squad leaders. Okay. So basically- Together or separately? Me and Jake together. Got it. Brayden was a squad leader on another team with our friend Delaney. Got it. And so me, Jake, and Brayden really, I know Brayden, but uh-huh. Jake don't know. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with Jake. He's awesome. But we ended up having to go with the squad leaders. They rented us a car. For passion camp uh-huh. stuck us all in there uh-huh. and said have fun and yeah. we drove eight hours to daytona let's go really did not know each other at all uh-huh. um and when we got to passion camp we had to be these dressed up in adult costumes so me and jake were 
Boom. That was our squad team. So we had to dress up as Boom. So we basically just wore, and our color was green. Okay. So he wore a green bodysuit. I remember suit. this. Yes. And I wore <laughs> a green t-shirt, green leggings, and a green tutu. Let's go. And me and Jake had Boom on our chest. Oh and we were just gosh. on stage screaming in front of yep. 5,000 kids <laughs> all week and made a fool of ourselves. Oh, it was man. so Fun though, and I so am so glad in hindsight that Jake was my partner. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have want to do it with anyone else. With anyone like we else, made a great yeah. team. Yeah, we kind of clashed a little bit just because like me and Jake both are kind of sassy. So like, <laughs> yeah. we, we it so was funny. fun. It was fun. That is so funny. And so that was where me and Jake and Brayden became close in Delaney, and now we have like monthly dinners. Really? But, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So that's how I got connected with them. What's the situation? Uh, situation with Carlton then? Carlton, I love him. So 2021, uh -huh. we did a collab game night with my family group and his family group. Uh -huh. And that was where it was December 2021. It was like a Christmas thing. Uh -huh. And that was where I first met Carlton and uh, Clayton Nesta. Is he still in that Monday night yeah. group? Clayton just passed his bar. Oh, yeah. amazing. I know yeah. that. Yeah. So Clayton, yeah. uh, what's up, Brad, Teddy? Yep, Brad. So, so I met a lot of your guys that night in 2021. That's crazy. So that was the first time I met Carlton. I don't know what it was about Carlton, but we just hit it off and yeah. we just have been so close ever since. And um, he came on my podcast a yep. few months ago. We talked about singleness on the male side. Mm, he nice. did amazing. That was one of the most viewed episodes on YouTube and the podcast apps. I've ever gotten with Carlton. Maybe you sparked it. Maybe maybe your podcast that you had with him mm -hmm. was like, you know what? I got to talk about this. He now. did great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of the, and then he invites me to hang out a lot. And like, we've just hung out a pickleball. Yeah. Me and Carlton are just randomly always doing things. I'm scared to play pickleball. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. Uh -huh. all, I, all I hear about is like how it hurts you. I used to do gymnastics. I was a gymnast. Really? Yeah. I was a gymnast. And I was an all-star cheerleader. And I, what the heck? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> just throwing that out there like that's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. Um, but like I'm afraid I'm gonna hurt myself now. I just started running. I just started running. Yeah. Um now I I my boss just told me because I was like, hey, I'm gonna train for like a half marathon. He's like, why don't you just do a full marathon? I'm like, okay, I guess I'm doing a full marathon. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like how long ago was the gymnastics and truly or what well, I'm gonna ask you more later, but like what uh -huh. What, when did you do that? Did you do it for college? I did. So I did. I went to state in high school for gymnastics. Okay. That's when I also started cheerleading. Um, went to a competition that my sister was doing at Six Flags Great America, like mm -hmm. the amusement park. And I saw some people doing backflips. And I was like, I want to learn how to do a backflip. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I told the coach that I was going to, she was like a family friend. Uh -huh. And uh, I told her that um, I was going to go to their next practice. She's like, okay, sounds good. I'm like, no, I'm serious. She's like, sure you are. Shut up to practice the next day. And they're like, all right, you're going to be with that team. And it was like the level two, like people four years younger than me because <laughs> I wasn't good. And uh -huh. I stuck with it and I just became addicted to it. And then next thing I know, like I took it very seriously. I got pretty good at it. Uh, and then in college, I also did all-star. I competed for a team called Spirit Athletics. Um in in kentucky mm -hmm. went to disney world and did the whole thing wow yeah that's crazy yeah so you must be super strong because yeah. all the gymnasts all y'all are free, like y'all that's the sport i have almost the most gymnasts and swimmers oh those are the two sports where i'm I, like i sink I, me too me too it's so hard for me I sink. me too but those are the two sports where i'm like y'all are freak athletes like yep. super up there yep i'll tell you what i uh 
So I just started running. I never thought I could run because mm-hmm. like I was always, I was a sprinter. I mm-hmm. uh, like short distance or like just I I, I love maxing. So I feel like I'm way stronger doing like one than I am like multiple yeah. reps, right? So like this whole running thing, I was like, I can't run. Like yeah. I haven't I haven't ran in like honestly like before a couple months ago, like five ten years. Haven't yeah. ran. Yeah. Right. So um, try doing it. I, I think around like a twelve minute mile, and then I just kind of kept on doing it. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, I, I got a couple of friends over here now and like we kind of run together and like mm-hmm. we, we did six miles. And I was like, you know what? Let me try nine. So I do nine miles and then I did it. My knee kind of hurts, oh, but I did it. Yeah. So, um, but like what there, there is something with kind of zoning in and, and, and just kind of being with yourself, like being alone in your thoughts and mm-hmm. kind of just going from there. And I'll tell you what, like talking about peace, like. I kind of understand, like, I'm I'm still not a fan of running, but there is something about, like, breathing, like, breath work and, and yeah. just kind of being in the zone and just seeing mm-hmm. what happens after that. You test yourself a lot. That's what I will say. Have getting you out of your comfort zone. Have you ever experienced runner's high yet? Yeah, I will say after. So, like, after okay. I got done, I wasn't like, this is the worst thing in the world. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. So I have experienced that. Um, and I've also experienced just the fact of like, I was almost on like autopilot when I was running. So yeah. instead of thinking how terrible it was to run, like how I normally do, it was like, I found like, I found my breath. I found like my mm-hmm. heart rate that I, that I want to get at. And like, I, I never understood that before, but I think I'm starting to understand it now. Yeah. Yep. I've experienced runners higher once in my, I hate how was running. It? Me too. Hate running but college (laughs) college we had a crazy runner i had a crazy runner coach in high school and another crazy runner coach in college oh no so we all we did was run and in college we would run miles and miles and miles and miles and i remember one time in my life that i've ran thousands of times in my Uh, life uh, one time i experienced runners high and i literally felt like i was floating on the cloud and ran the fastest three mile run i've ever ran in my entire life all right i gotta keep on going i'm gonna chase that no seriously (laughs) it was crazy i i i didn't know it was real until i experienced it. really but it's real if i can if i can get the runners like anybody so what you're saying is you're gonna start training for this marathon that's negative 26 miles let's go that is a negative <laughs> hard hard no hard you no m- you mentioned your podcast yeah how did that start what what made you go you know what i need to do i'm gonna start a podcast yeah i'm gonna talk about god on it <laughs> i so in 2018 um when i was trying to ser- kind of searching and like trying to figure out like what god wanted me to do um i remember mm-hmm. i was looking on youtube yeah for um bible studies okay. and i was looking for a specific channel mm-hmm. that did bible studies from genesis chapter one mm-hmm. to revelation i don't even know the last chapter like 20 whatever but the very last chapter in revelation mm-hmm. and i was looking for a chronological like bible study channel on youtube uh-huh. and i could not find it anywhere and i remember i heard the soft voice from the holy spirit and it was like victoria why don't you do that yes and i'm like i so clear and so i was like i mean why not so then i started the youtube channel in 2018 ah, of the bible studies and okay. um How, what, what was that like okay so like what did, what did you do on those i basically did like three chapters of a bible study and I use a bunch of commentaries to study it and I would teach it, turn the camera on and just teach people what I was learning out of Genesis 
one through three and then Genesis four through. And I oh went gosh. all the way through. Can we plug this? What, what was the name of the YouTube channel? Well, Oh, well, it's gone. Okay. All right. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. I got you. I got you. channel is still, it was called Bible Studies with Victoria. Okay. Okay. Five, five years. Is that five years ago? Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, it started off as Bible Studies with Victoria. Uh -huh. And so we went through a few books. And then I remember I was getting bored with the Old Testament. So I jumped to the New Testament. So yeah. we did a bunch of stuff in the New Testament. But then um, I, I remember just one day. I feel like God, there's so much development when you're walking with him. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. And I remember just one day having this revelation of like, God has really given me a gift of like just walking with him and telling others how to do that. Okay. And so that's when the YouTube channel transitioned yeah. into the podcast. Got it. And so now on the YouTube, I mean, I do a few vlogs when I'm bored, but it's mostly the podcast. Okay. And, um, I remember I was praying. I was like, God, what's the title of the podcast? Mm -hmm. And he said, The Way. Mm. And the mantra or whatever is, uh, Welcome to The Way Podcast, where we talk about Yahweh and how to live life his way. Oh. And so every episode is basically just like tackling a topic of like, uh, how do you walk with Jesus in this area? So like, how do you find a church? How do you find community? Yeah. Um, just things of that nature. Ooh. And so that's kind of how the podcast evolved from that YouTube channel. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Do yeah. you still have those old uh, videos on there? Yeah, they're you... still up. Okay, okay. But I don't go I'm look. Do. No, no, I don't even know what I, my theology was probably wrong. Oh, I don't know what. No, it's okay. <laughs> I won't know. So it's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah. I, uh, no, I mean, you the theology being um an issue. So basically, like, I am not an expert when it comes to Christianity. Mm -hmm. What happened to me was, and we could talk about this later yeah. was um, I've had an experience where it, it God was talking to me and they said, you got to start this. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, mm -hmm. you're going to find out anyway, mm -hmm. but, I, but I don't know. But like, how am I going to be equipped for it? Like, I don't know mm -hmm. how I'm going to have these conversations. Like, it's not something I've done before. Don't worry about it. It's going to work out. Mm -hmm. So like, I completely understand that. But also like the whole point of this podcast is to get other people's perspectives. Like, yeah. I want to know, why you believe in God. I want to know what happened. I want to know if there's hardships or not. Mm -hmm. And and you went through so much. But one thing that mm -hmm. did come out of it was like this, this immense faith in God, this, this fellowship, this walk in Christ. And I, I know that everybody like walks in their faith in different speeds. And I feel like you've been going full speed ahead and, and just trusting him. And, and you've been rewarded for it immensely, which is amazing. Yeah, it hasn't been easy, but... I, I would, and to answer your question, another like a reason why I believe in God yeah. is because I truly feel like life did not make sense before him. Mm. Like when I met him, I'm like, okay, this all makes sense now. Mm. And so I just feel like without him, I remember my biggest question growing up was like, why am I here yeah. on earth? Yes. Like, what is the point? What, why are we here? Like, it just didn't make sense. And I was living through my parents trying to go pre play pro basketball, mm -hmm. uh, didn't want to do that at all. Mm -hmm. Like just did not have any goals for myself. And I'm a super goal oriented person. I've been this way since I was a little girl. And so it's been, I just felt off growing up because my goals weren't mine. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so when I met him, I'm like, okay, this is why we're here. This is what he wants me to do. Okay. Now <laughs> these are my goals. Okay. These are my goals. Yep. This is from him. This makes yep. sense. Yep. And it's just like a light bulb. My light bulb, finally turned on when I, when so, I met him. 
you know? That's so cool. It's it's crazy. I'm so grateful for him. It's it's just insane. <laughs> I I know we got we're we're about to do a little flip-flop. Yeah. So so basically what's gonna happen is we just did the Finding Faith podcast. Now we're gonna do Victoria's podcast. Yeah. And I'm I'm pumped for it. So I'm Victoria, excited. thank you so much for being on. Anytime. I really do appreciate it. This was an awesome conversation. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs>